So what are you drinking? Um, without judgment? Yeah. Angry well, Orchard, which is entry-level cider. You know, to someone like me, it's very entry-level cider. But it's their rosé. Um, it's made with rare French red flesh apples, I'll have you know. And it has, like, the property of asparagus. Fancy. It is fancy. But it has the property of asparagus. Like, it tastes good on the way down, but it manifests itself it in my ear. Yeah. yeah. How about you? In your pee? I mean, I don't taste my own pee, so I can't say for sure, but just nasally, it's, it's noticeable. Oh, so you pee in your nose? One time by accident. Yeah. Have you ever slept upside down? You know, people will tell you it's great, but there isn't inherent, if you're a bedwetter and you sleep upside down, it's... <laughs> it's bad. It's, it's vampires. Insulting. That's why vampires can't be bedwetters. But you know what one of the best vampire movies is? Is with Leslie Nielsen. Oh, um, um, Dracula Untold or something? No, uh, Dead and Loving It. <clears throat> yeah that had the great uh peter mcneely who was also from ali mcbeal later he was the traveling really yeah peter mcneely dude peter oh, mcneely yeah big big uh rest in peace to leslie nielsen for like years now serious man that guy such a such a bedwetter so to answer <laughs> your question i'm actually drinking spiced rum and juice which is now it's totally my favorite cocktail or mix which is weird because for as long as I've known you, you, A, used to stay away from alcohol in general. Yep. B, have become a cider appreciator. Maybe a little bit of wine here and there in the last several years. And no, now this no is I actually I really don't like wine. It's oh, okay. You just keep up appearances. Cider, gotcha. Yeah, like when we went to your brother's or the winery where your brother worked at, I was just faking well, that it. That stuff wasn't bad to be fair. It. The sparkly stuff was good. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, yeah. I can I can handle in smaller doses. My gateway alcohol. Uh, thank you, Angry Orchard, as you said. And you're welcome, because let's be honest, you didn't really know much about it before me. Just saying. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, thank you. A little bit's more than nothing. Okay, you know what? We've been chatting. Let's kick this off. Okay, so let's test our compatibility. Uh, intro it together on three. Ready? Okay. All right. One, two, three. Hey, everyone. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you hesitated. I did. I got nervous. It's weird seeing you because even when we're in the same room recording, I don't actually look at you that much other than just like agree with the point or okay, point out they have a booger or a boner. I, I didn't want to point it out, but yeah, I, I always kind of felt like, uh, you know, I just stare at you and you don't look at yeah. me. I kind of feel no, I, like maybe you think I'm ugly or something. Well, dude, when you're 87 episodes in, you just lose the passion a little bit. It's inevitable. When you, dude, we've been doing this for four freaking years. Yeah, it's like this we've is, been married for four years. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, actually, I would say we've been married longer than that, and this podcast is just our kid. But now it's, like, not new anymore, so it's like the baby won't save our marriage. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we tried it. We tried it. We, we yeah. thought it would. It just, yeah. it just made things harder, you know? Having to schedule custody of who's going to edit the podcast. Yeah. Uh, I think it's you, by the way, this time around. I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Anyways, yeah, welcome back to what is uh, ultimately kind of like a, a half episode of the Random Fandom with Brandon. Brandon, we're the Brandons. We don't really uh, have many half episodes. We had one when we were driving to a Sharks game. Yeah, right? and then we did that one when we reacted to the Walking Dead season finale when it was just when they introduced wow. Negan all those years ago. Remember when we used to watch Walking Dead? That's how you was know it, we've been doing this a long was time. It that we were we we wanted to bitch like were we bitching no, about completely it? yeah it was just like dude this sucks so bad what the hell and we just had to like go on and yeah although we did have a pretty cool song lined up for that one did we <laughs> I, I don't yeah. remember 
Man, we haven't done a song in a long time. You haven't done a song in a long time. Well, I, I do. Yeah. That's yeah. true. That, that's, that's, well, actually, I tried like one time. <laughs> we all have our <laughs> talents. You got a lot of work. For those yeah. who are uh, newer listeners who are like, hey. what, what are you guys talking about? What, what songs? Yeah, go back to some of our older episodes and. Yeah, you can tell when we had more time and passion. At the end of every episode, we would create like some, I want to say cover, but they weren't all covers. Sometimes they were. Not always, but it was always tying into something that we had talked about. Yeah, yeah. Whether it tied in um, in a really cool way, original way, or like, you know, like a, like you said, a cover way. That was pretty much the intended uh, effect. So let's kick into this episode. And yes, yeah, I, yeah, I not, said kick in a lot. I, now that you, you do say kick in a lot, you, you do. And I, I got to tell you, it's so fucking sexy. And I just want you to keep doing it. Thank you. Please. You kick into my soul when you do that a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Today's not a conventional episode for the most part. We're just kind of really bored and wanting to talk. I, I was looking back at our very first recording. First recording, April 21st, four years ago. So it could be... If we put effort into this, it can be like an unofficial four-year anniversary. And if nothing else, it's just an excuse to hang. That's all I ever wanted this to be for us. Just an excuse to hang and talk about the shit that still matters to us at this point in life. And that's what we're going to do today. Uh, we're going to just do some Q's and A's, Brandon. I want to Q your A. Cool? Oh, yeah, buddy. Or no, I guess I'm going to A your Q because I'm going to answer your questions. I want to ask you a bunch of questions and I want to have them answered immediately. That's the que- first question. Who is that in what movie? Kindergarten Cop. Yep. All right. So we're off to a good start. What does he do? <laughs> we're off to a freaking great start. <laughs> I used to prank call people with an Arnold Schwarzenegger soundboard back, like when soundboards were a thing. You had to like, click each link on the web page, and I used to prank call people, and then like people still didn't recognize it as Arnold. But then, you know, he ran for governor, and then everyone recognized him. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure. Uh, remember when I prank called that place asking for dog condoms? Oh yes, that That's was awesome. Been on for so long. I know. I was really surprised. I was good um, at prank calling. I'm, yeah, you you had you had your, your way about you. You know, if if somebody were to ask you one of those questions about like what's a hidden talent, the person who says I am really good at prank prank phone calls. You know, you kind of just you're like you know that guy's cool. No, yeah. you can claim that. One. That is that is um, if life gave you a skill tree, that that wouldn't one would be maxed out for you. Mm-hmm. You're no jerky boy, but um, you give jerky uh, two boys. I'm, I'm no jerky boy. That is that is true. What what are we gonna do today? Why don't you um why don't you kick us in? <laughs> cool. So we decided yeah. we didn't want a regular episode. We just wanted to shoot the shit. Hell no. We didn't want to talk about particular topics like movies and music and think of you know okay what movie are we gonna review today or anything like that. So yeah. we're just going to come up with some general nerd-ish related, you know, fandom related questions for each other. And we're just going to shoot the shit. Like if this podcast was a chicken, it would be free range. Yeah. Yep. Are you yep. okay with that? Yeah. Um, what, yep. do you like your chickens caged? No. Okay. Then go with it. Okay. Why don't you, um, why don't you take the lead here? I'm going to make it a little weird first. Yeah, please. Let's talk about video game crushes. Oh yeah, please. Like I got, I got a few. Oh, I know. I've seen your, I've seen your browsing history. Um, Okay. How about this? 
then if that was the case, what do you think my answer would be? What would you think of me first thing? Um, why am I drawing a blank on her name? The Indian chick on Overwatch. Symmetra? Yeah. Yeah, she, I mean, I, I wouldn't, that and the only doesn't come to mind right off the bat for me, but now that you say it, yeah. But Especially you, depending on the you skin. You specifically pointed it out. That you're like, yeah, well, she, she no, Symmetra like, is symmetrical. And I'm doing a breast gesture. Oh. <laughs> nice breast gesture, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, she's with it, for sure. Now, I, I also actually have a, a bit of an Overwatch one. Oh, which, it's Widowmaker. No, actually. Oh, she's got a really desirable physique. Yeah. Actually, May. Oh, May's super cute. Right? Yeah. And she's like all apologetic, so she's docile and submissive the way, you know, we like women. (laughs) Asian. The way we like women. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I just, I think it's, uh, I think it's, 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 you know, she's a little bit more full figured, which is fine. And, Mm -hmm. and. And you don't know what she's working with completely because she's always wearing, excuse me, I was trying to hold a burp in, always wearing an overcoat. So you're like, what's going on under there? Bit of a mystery there. Yeah. Yeah. To be, to be explored. Good, good call. Yeah, for sure. I always had a crush. We're, we're talking specifically video games, yeah? Yeah, in this case, I said video game, yeah. Uh, I think, like, of modern day, I think Bayonetta is really hot. Okay. That's like, like, Japanese making video games for Americans. Oh, big breasts. You know, oh, sorry, that's wrong, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, every, like, almost anime-style chick is, like, that's just racist. busting at the themes. Yeah. And uh, I appreciate that. Uh, I always kind of had a thing for Jill Valentine. Uh-huh. Uh, especially in, like, her original Resident Evil outfit, like the the little light blue with the, her little hat and stuff like that. Uh, and then in Nemesis, both the original and the remake, always kind of had a thing for Jill Valentine, especially because she lives in that universe that I really like. You know, speaking of Japanese, uh, Quiet from Metal Gear Solid. Oh. Why is that? I mean... <laughs> is it bad to say well she doesn't talk which is <laughs> uh, but i mean she literally is is wearing this tiniest bikini with this gigantic sniper rifle and it's just it, ridiculous. it's just enough to like it is so ridiculous of a yeah. character i mean if that was a real person yeah, yeah. uh big ups to yennefer oh i was uh, from the witcher siri from the witcher who siri both yeah, well, you're right, both. Oh, for sure. Series a little young, though, so it shows it to where you're at. On, it depends on when in the games, though. Like, in the latest game, she's, I don't remember exactly her age, but, I mean, she's looking adult. Yeah, she would be able to be of age. Hopefully none of our... Oh, I always had a thing for... Uh, she's 17, and that's kind of creepy bros, and we're like, oh, our bad. Yeah, but it's, it's an imaginary character, so at that rate, you know. And I imagine her being 18, so... <laughs> Exactly. Problem solved. Uh, I always had a thing for uh, Tifa from Final Fantasy VII. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. She's really pretty in the remake, too. Uh, Aloy. Way, still... Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, that... And one can hair... hold their salt in battle, too, especially. Yeah. The red hair yeah. on Aloy. That'll do it. Carbon match the drapes. You played that. You played that game, right? Please tell me. Please tell you the truth? Yes. Well, based on that, no, I never got around to it, man. Oh my God, you, mm, you gotta sorry, play. Sorry. 
That's what I, because I brought it up and, and you were agreeing with me and I thought, wait a minute. I don't well, I know who she is. I've seen right. plenty of gameplay. You know, I've watched you play it, you know, you, for your birthday. That was, I'm like, what do you want to do for your birthday? Like, come watch me play video games. It's <laughs> <a> weird thing. <laughs> you're like, you're weird. You need a friend. Yeah. Oh man, I, you need to play that game, dude. And I the don't have a PlayStation. No, I know, but you can borrow mine. Yeah, you've said that. And every time I feel like you mean it more and more. And you've never taken me up on it. I've never taken me up on it. I will give you my PlayStation and that game, and then you can give me Resident Evil 3 Remake. Okay. Fair? That's a totally fair trade. Speaking of Anything which, I, I can't yeah. get... I, I, I'm, like, really not into Doom. I can't... I, I can understand that. I, and I know that that's sort of one of these things that people are going to hear on this podcast and just think I'm crazy. It's just fun at, for, for a few minutes at a time. And there's nothing that pulls me through. There's no story that I think is engaging and there's no characters that are engaging. And I know that people listening are like, Oh, that's the point. And I'm like, yeah, I know. But for me in a game, I need something more to pull me forward more than gameplay. I can understand that. I really can. But uh, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. I don't care. Yeah. That is awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You should still you should still finish it though. Well, have you? No, I have not. And I the thing is is whenever I grab my controller and I'm like I'm going to play something, the main thing I want to play right now is Call of Duty Warzone. Yeah, I I don't like that game without you. It, you need someone to play with. I've been playing a lot of single player and I I can't do it. I just can't do it. People are such shit heads. Give me one of your comments. Okay. So this is our 87th episode. Okay. Technically. Um, it's a weird question. Which makes me, it's not a question. That's a statement that's leading <laughs> okay. to the question. I'm, it's called backstory. 1987 was a year that we were both alive. I was like five by the end of it. You were four by the end of it. So that's pretty cool. What do you think is the number one movie in 1987? And I know the answer. But you don't, and I want to see what you would say. The number one box office movie, 1987, and I will give you up to two hints. Is it Back to the Future? It is not Back to the Future. I'm going to give you your first hint. Are you are you okay with that? Yeah. It's a sequel. Is it? To a very popular 80s franchise. Is it Back to the Future too? No. <laughs> no. I mean, we got horribly far off as far as this like big iconic franchise that got shittier as it went so you can figure out it's cop based robocop you think robocop 2 was the nine number one movie in 1987 i don't but i actually robocop was from 1987 it was one of the highest grossing movies but it's not robocop and think was it no think you might be Beverly Hills laughing out later right I'm not going to say anything. I've already given you two hints. Beverly Hills Cop. Hey, by the way, by the way, sorry. Tell you what, you actually already said the answer. You already said the answer. Yeah. What is it? Rack your brain. Beverly Hills Cop 2. It is Beverly Hills Cop 2. Yep. I thought, Beverly, I thought Beverly Hills Cop movies came out later than that. I think like 85 was the first one. And then, By the way, uh, I want to jump back real quick to the previous list because something just popped in mind. Cammy from Street Fighter. Oh. all-time hottest to me yeah totally hot and short stuff too yeah which i don't mind yeah cammy for life 
And then the obvious answer that we both probably missed when I'm racking my brain is Lara Croft, but yeah. You know, yes, at the time, when you're like, ooh, look at those polygons. But nowadays, it just seems not the same. Especially because we have a more recent picture of her and she's not sexualized, which is, I think, a really good way to take her character. Like, she's still, they still make her attractive but they don't right. sexualize her. I agree. And, it's not like and, her focus. Her focus is in like in athleticism and- And badassness, yeah. And her, and her intelligence. And, intelligence yeah. and we all know intelligence is not attractive. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Um, wait, okay, so another question. question. Wait, wait. Oh. Another question pertaining to the 87 theme. What do you think was the number one song in 1987? Like think of like, Oh, what man. you think of in 1987? I honestly don't know. Okay, I'm going to give you another hint. Um, it is a song that you will almost hear every time at like a karaoke or a wedding. Um, it was instructing you how to move your body like an ancient civilization. Walk like an Egyptian? Whoop, whoop. Yeah. Really? <laughs> that, that was the number one song in 1987. I. I thought that was like way early eighties, like back like in the MTV advent. I would have thought like like it was White Snakes, Here I Go Again, or something like that. But it's hard to peg down year by year when we weren't really there for it. No, we just, I mean that's the thing. When I'm four years old, I don't remember walking like an Egyptian. <laughs> and and then when I, you know, several years later, decades later, when I'm thinking back, the entire eighties, like late eighties, early nineties, all just flows together you know yeah it really does for sure all right passing it back to you bro okay let's talk about some of the most influential geek movies i'm gonna kick it off with not kick it in star wars oh yeah that that is the mecca i think think that is like the one that yeah I mean, there's no other movie that has more fandom around it than Star Wars. And for I think better that's, or worse nowadays, yes. Sure, but I mean, I think that's what makes it. I mean, and it when we I'm talking about influential, right? It was so influential for what sci-fi movies were after that. You're right. You're absolutely right, and I I agree. Uh, on that note, yes. Back to the future. Yeah, for yeah, sure. but it kind of uh, you know. It fit a certain style that we got for the, from the 80s and 90s within all the mm-hmm. popular movies. It was good, don't get me wrong, but I don't think it did anything too different. That's my personal opinion. That's fair. You're allowed it. You're wrong, but that's fair. Like, for example, thinking about geek movies, right? There's two movies that come to mind for comic books, and it's X-Men which was one of the best comic book movies at the time. And yeah, I think 2000, already 20 years old. That's crazy. Yeah. And if you think about it, X-Men really kicked off like the, the push for comic book based movies, not being shitty and campy. And the other one I want to point out is Iron Man because Iron Man kickstarted the entire MCU. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And, you know, let's face it, Iron Man was not as cool as he was before the movies as far as, like, the popular culture. Like, no one's like, oh, did you get the newest Iron Man? 
hey, can I trade you an Iron Man comic or your Iron Man lunchbox? No, Spider-Man, you know, X-Men. Yeah. Like, Iron Man was our parents' generation, and they did such a good job of making him feel relevant and tying him in into, you know, just the current look of things. Yeah. And I remember seeing that movie, and I, I, I remember seeing the previous for that movie, I should say. I was just like, Iron Man, what is he going to do? Like, cut him open and give him rust, you know? But the previews were fucking amazing. Like, I remember watching a trailer just being like, I don't know much about Iron Man because he's never been a character I've followed, but I yeah. want to see this so bad. Oh, yeah. No, there, I want to. There was a, you know, the Onion, right? Like, the, the, the fake oh, news. Of course, I love it. They do these, like, news clip videos. And there was one where they were talking about how um, the popularity of the Iron Man trailer just blew up online. So, it the movie studio actually greenlit them to turn it into a full movie. (laughs) (laughs) Like little shit like that. I'm like, that's funny. Like that's so simple, but it's funny. I still go back to and check out their YouTube page on occasion because it's still really funny. It is. Yeah. They do good work there. Big ups to the onion. Oh man. There's some of the, there's some of the onion videos that I think about that I just laugh out loud with like the, uh, the kid, the make a wish kid who found the loophole and he just made a wish for unlimited wishes. And so (laughs) Make a wish was going bankrupt. <laughs> uh, you should uh, look up one. It's a little more modern. I'm sure it's like a couple of years old. It's called Teens Die of Embarrassment. Oh my god, it's hilarious. I feel like I've heard that. Yeah, and then the Ninja Parade one, and then the Ninja stabbing monkeys so video, where nobody saw the ninjas. <laughs> <laughs> look, this is like the the 30th annual one. We're hoping to catch a glimpse someday. Uh, there was one where they, they talked about a study being done about the effects of stabbing on monkeys. Yes, it was hilarious. Also, <laughs> punching them, swearing at them was also in, <laughs> to like degrade their morale. Uh, I didn't say that like as a fake scientist for a skit video and not just laugh. I mean, well, obviously, they have to get the right take eventually, but I can just imagine the outtakes on these videos must be <laughs> hilarious. And they're always with just like no-name like theater actors, you know, basically. Yeah. Who always do such a good job of making you believe, like, oh, this feels authentic. Yeah. Anyways, another movie uh, that was, the fourth edition was shot in San Francisco a few months ago, or part of it. Uh, the Matrix. That's a huge geek movie. Yes, actually. Yeah. I think uh, Star Wars and Space Odyssey 2001 mm-hmm. and The Matrix are in my head, the three that come to mind on the most influential for special effects. Yeah. I, you were like, you yeah, stopped. Yeah, Phantom Menace had so awesome long. special effects. You stopped moving for so long, I thought that the video had, had like, froze. No, I'm just, I'm <laughs> just deep in thought. Go, yeah, yeah, you're just thinking about it. I'm just deep in thought, you know, about all the times, just like how mesmerized I was by what I saw in the matrix you know what came out in like 99 or something like that and they were doing things they did things in that movie you just didn't see like the bullet time and then like when the agent splits and then just that scene in the hotel lobby when you know they're just like oh. slowing and doing that gun battle it's just they, yeah they took, they took special effects to a whole new level and at the same time took action to a, a whole new level you know, like you look at something like 2001 A Space Odyssey and you can say that it was breakthrough in movie special effects, but just in visuals, just in these long drawn out visuals of space, 
which at yeah. the time was cool. But like in 19, I, I, like you say, 99, which I think you're right, when The Matrix came out, it was more than the special effects. I mean, you were visually, you were, it was just astounding. And then the fight scenes were just incredible with that same directing behind it. And yeah. on top of it, the story was actually really, really well told and really good. Not the later ones. <laughs> the, 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 Let's see if four can do something. Matrix two and three just shut the bed, in my opinion, on the story because they just went so crazy. Yeah. But um, number one, so good. And along those notes, you talk about like when you think of like the top three movies that stick out in your mind. I couldn't have a top three list without Terminator two. Yeah. It was so groundbreaking. And it was like emotional and it was like paranoia inducing. Like, you know, what if we do create our own doom, you know, uh-huh. machines take over and Skynet granted they had started the premise in Terminator, but they really fully realized what this could be. Uh-huh. And then God, you know, what's sad is all these movies we're mentioning have gotten progressively shittier as they keep trying to sequelize them 30, 20, 10 years later, whatever it is. I mean, did you like Dark Fate? Did no, because you didn't see it. Exactly, exactly. Because, I mean, after Terminator Salvation and Terminator 3, we were so inclined to keep coming back, weren't we? And then Terminator Genesis or some shit? Get out of here. Stop it. And but Terminator 2. Some of them Terminator had good Disney. actors behind them. And it, yeah. still, and it still couldn't make it a good movie. No. But Terminator 2 stands is a stand-up movie. You could just watch Terminator 2 and not have to even watch the first Terminator. Granted, you'll understand a lot more. Yeah. I think it's... Just, I think, I think two is way better than one, but one is still good. Oh, very yeah. good, especially at the time, you know. Yeah, and I think I think I think the best way to enjoy number two is to have watched number one first. Well, shit, man. Uh, while we're doing this too, speaking of like movies with really awesome first entries, been probably better sequels that got shittier as time goes on. Alien, the first Alien, when you know that. I mean, just the thought of being alone in space with a a completely predatorial killer on board that can grow fast and pop out your chest. It's terrifying. Yeah. It's I, a very sweaty movie too. If you go yeah, back and watch it, everyone's sweating a lot. Also in the second one. Oh, I love the second one. The second one's one of my favorite movies of all time. See, I'm, I'm one of the people who likes the first one better than the second one. Yeah. I, I see complete value in both. It, to me, it's just like, there's just, just one movies. continuous story with, they are completely different movies, but they they complement each other so well. They do. They do. I love I love those two movies, and I, just the concept of a xenomorph. You even if you don't know what it's called, you know what it is. You know just that visual of the second mouth, the the tail, yeah. the this hard exoskeleton like scales. I, I just love them. They're some of the most creative looking creatures. Can I give an unpopular opinion? I don't like Bill Paxton. I think he's a bad actor. I love him, man. And I think he was the worst. Well, that's not shit on the dead. What? You know you're shitting on the dead, right? I'll copy. Oh, shitting on the dead? No, I'm shitting on the dead's acting. Yep. Oh, okay. Fair. Fair, fair, fair. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's an opinion. <laughs> That you're entitled I know, to. I know. And a lot of people, like Bill Paxton is seen as a great actor to a lot of people, but I just, there's something about his acting that I, I never, I never liked what, it. 
What was there not to like about Twister? Twister actually was one of the situations where I thought he was actually good. In, well, I don't like, even remember him in I just remember Helen Hunt and trucks getting blown everywhere and a cow getting sucked up in one, which I thought was funny. And then, no. but like, the tornadoes are the star of that movie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the special effects with those, with those tornadoes. Yeah. I don't know. But Bill Paxton just is a sort of, like, I know maybe it's his part, like, you know, that whiny, the whiny person in the the group full of badasses and he's like the one being like game over man like but it's i don't know i just couldn't i, I love his over. character i um, I, I think it's a, also one of the necessary part but i just don't like him he was one of my favorite parts of weird science as the shithead older brother chet i don't even remember that dude go back and watch that movie that movie still stands up yeah i love that movie yeah. or don't i mean you have free will uh, use your free will to answer this question that I'm going to ask. Yes, you. please. So, like I said, this is not like official, but officially unofficial. We've been doing this for four years now. What have you liked the most and the least across any platform that comes to mind in the four years that we've been doing this, whether it's something we've recorded and talked about or that we just never got around to talking about? Think about four years, a lot of content happened. So use Superman versus Batman, Dawn of Bullshit as your starting point. And then whatever you just absorbed recently as your stopping point, what in the last four years that we've been doing this really blows your horn? I don't know if that <laughs> I think seeing the rise, I don't want to, yeah, the rise of Skywalker was so, <laughs> yeah, <that's> so good. <laughs> no, that, that can go right in the dump pile for me. <laughs> the, the, the rise of the Marvel movies, which have been rising since before we were recording, but yeah, but the quality, really the quality of these last four years are yeah. incredible. I hate being so much of a fanboy of these Marvel movies, but every single movie that comes out, I am just jaw on the floor, drooling, waiting to experience it. Every trailer that comes on, I'm like glued to the screen because I am such a fanboy of these Marvel movies right now. They're so- You know what these new Marvel like trailers remind me of? Granted, they're slowing down a little bit right now because they just came out of a right. huge culmination of everything. Everything's getting pushed back. But do you remember like back in the day when MTV would premiere, like do the world premiere of a video and it was only seen right there on MTV and it was like big deal world and like you stopped what you're doing? Yeah, yeah. That, the world premiere little thing and you'd like talk about it with your friends at school the next day, whether it was like the new uh, Scream video by Michael and Janet Jackson or the November Rain, you know, by Guns N' Roses. Those were big. And that's like kind of what these are now. Like, it's a new thing. Granted, the internet is the new way to relay communication. But it's like, you, I'll text you or you'll text me or when we see each other, dude, did you see the new this trailer? Yep. And they, they have that on lock for sure. So yeah, seeing them hit like their first big culmination of everything since, you know, they started up with Iron Man in 2008. Really cool. That was definitely a high. Uh, for me, I think the single biggest movie I've enjoyed, and I've enjoyed a lot of movies in the last four years that we've got to talk about. When I really think back, you know what sticks out the most is Logan. I just, I love oh, that movie. yeah. Such a good movie. Oh, just speaking of, you know, we've had this conversation where, I, where Logan was your number one comic book-based movie, I think, if I recall. It was number two. Was it? And then- Number three. Spider-Man 2, Logan, I can't remember, but- But Into the Spider-Verse for me is- so good that was huge landmark uh, you know i still will see into the spider-verse 
on Netflix or Disney Plus or whichever mm -hmm. one it's on right now, or maybe it's on both. I, don't, I can't remember. Okay. Every single time I see it, I stop on it and I think to myself, do I want to watch this again? And the answer is yes. But the answer is like, do I, do I want to spend the next couple of hours actually watching this again when I could watch a new movie? Like Parasite is an award-winning, everybody loves it kind of movie and it's on Hulu right now. Did you not like it? I haven't seen it. Oh, I loved it by the way, you should check it out. I, I will, but it's just like, it's one of those situations where every time I see it, I'm like, ooh, I wanna watch that right now. But I'm like, no, I have so much other content that I haven't yeah, explored. And so I'm, I kind of like will talk myself out of it, but I've seen that yeah. movie three times and every time I am blown away. So good. You know, now that I'm thinking about it, that's my number one. That is my absolute number one since we've started recording. Awesome. Glad to hear it. Um, I feel like I know what you would say if asked, like, what's been the best video game since we started recording that you've enjoyed the most? I feel like it would be Breath of the Wild. That's everyone's kind of consensus number one game. And I, again, yeah. I never played it, so I can't say. But for me, I just, <laughs> I fell in love. And there's a lot of games I've liked. But if I had to pick one, you know, a gun to my head, um, Red Dead 2. I just, I love that game. I just love the story. I love how everything feels important, yet, like, it changes tone. It, and the character work is so strong, and the, the action and the gunplay is fun, and just that typical rock star sandbox feeling of mm -hmm. this exploratory, fun world where you can just come across something and it can, like, just never be seen again, you know? Yeah. Like a, a cougar attacking a homeless guy. I just love that, you know? That was problem solving back in the day. <laughs> oh, we have gone way up. I would be, I'm mixed. I, I would be mixed on what my favorite game is because I think that God of War. You say God of War, yeah. Is, it, it's, it's stuck in my memory. God of War is stuck in my memory as this incredible, incredible game with incredible story and incredible gameplay it was literally in my opinion one of the most perfectly formed games that's ever existed i i think that breath of the wild is right up there and they're really close but i still can't help but think that god of war would take it yeah and that's totally fair some other like runner-ups for me uh i loved resident evil 2 remake i just thought that was so what I want Resident Evil to be currently. Um, I really liked Wolfenstein too. I thought that was just such a fun experience. Yeah, I don't um, know if I put it in the top though. No, this is mine, remember? Yeah, but I'm just disagreeing. <laughs> oh, okay. You're sorry. disagreeing with my, uh, my opinions. Okay. Yeah, sorry, uh, your opinions are wrong. Go ahead, keep going. Okay, fair, fair, fair. What else comes to mind for you? Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. Like we mentioned, I didn't play that, but I'm sure based on everything I've heard and trust in your opinion, because we are very similar in our gamesmanship, I bet I, I really to, would like that one too. You know, I think there's three things that I look for in a game. Gameplay, obviously. Yeah. You have to have good gameplay. Story. And if you can add an open world into that, that keeps me engaged, then boom, I'm on board. And Horizon Zero Dawn has that. So does Fallout 4, in my opinion. Is that within the last four years? I think so. When was that? 
don't know. I want to say like 2015, but I don't know for sure. All right, one sec. Looking it up. Googling it. Ah, you're you're right. 15. Yep. Play by the rules, but please. Horizon was 17. 17. So I think we're we're. I'm in I'm in the clear there, right? Yeah. There we go. Now, just whatever anything comes to mind, just what's within the last four years been so irredeemably trash that you just would never pick it back up. Mm. TV, no movie, video game. I mean, there's really only one well, answer. Batman v Superman. And okay, that that is okay. That's that's the uh, the introductory. Yeah. Reason for this whole podcast. So that yes, that is is the reason we started recording this is because we hated that movie so much. Yeah, but aside from that, there's really only one answer. Suicide Squad two. Sorry. Um, so it's, okay. That's 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 the. <laughs> besides those two, there's only one answer. No, because I can't. I'm being like, well, no, because because yeah. Okay, I mean, what do you think? Go home and watch BET. Like it's that simple. What are you? What's the? What are you thinking? Then? The final season of Game of Thrones. Oh God, yes. And really, if you remember, I actually was still trying to look when we recorded it on it. I was hot. But I was still trying to look for things to like. And the more time goes by, and like, again, my marker is when I say something's really good or really bad, when it's really good, would I want to play this again? Would I want to watch it again? That's how you know something's really good, especially when it comes to fandom. You know, it's consuming. Would I want to watch Game of Thrones again? Yes, 100%, except that last season. I would watch every single episode again, and I would not touch that last season. Well, the first two episodes actually weren't bad. And then it just fell off the fucking rails so hard and just nothing mattered. And just like they just betrayed all the, like they literally killed all their characters. Mm. Not on screen, but just in the, the script, you know? Yeah. And I was just like, what does it matter? Like, it just is so obvious that everyone wants to be done and move on with the next thing. They just, I'm like, and we wait two effing years for this. I'm sorry. Mm. A high though. Sorry. So I know I said the worst, but a high on TV, just one thing of it. That last season of Daredevil kicked ass. I loved that season. Season three. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of which, speaking of which, all those spin-offs that they created, specifically Iron Fist, was bad. And <laughs> Iron Fist was so bad. Yeah, as well as Avengers? even worse were Defenders. the Defenders. Defenders was awful. At least Iron Man or Iron Man Fist had the excuse of, well, he's a weak, like, C-grade character in Marvel Universe anyways, and it's only his story. So, yeah, you don't have that much to go about. But when you do the team-up of all of them, especially helmed by, uh, you know, Daredevil, and that's what we get, I'm sorry. No thanks. I feel like there were a lot more disappointments that I can't think of. I mean... No, this is off the cuff. If we sat the, down and The latest Star Wars, right? We just, we kind of mentioned it, but that... Oh. It's so funny because we're we're in the minority. If you go and like look at Metacritic or whatever else that allows users to register and voice off their scores, opinions, we're in the minority because we actually, as I remember, liked Last Jedi, though saw it for its faults. Still liked Last Jedi and what they tried to do, and people hate that. And yet most people are like, yeah, Rise of Skywalker was pretty good. I'm like, no, it wasn't. Yeah. Stop it. No, it wasn't. Well, okay. You, I'm not saying you have to think it was bad. I personally hated it, but it, like when someone's like, oh, it's pretty good. I'm like, what was good about it? You know, yeah. not to like, and, but like, wh how was it good? Like, it, where, where good? It, it, it had good scenes, but as a movie, it wasn't good. That's what, that's what it is. Yes. 
like fight scenes and just the directing was good, but the story was just, it felt like it was so disconnected from everything else that they've been trying to tell. And, you know, speaking speaking of Star Wars, the the Solo movie. Oh my God. That was bad. And I actually, if you, again, you can go back in the archives and listen. You were like, actually like, oh, it wasn't bad. And I remember like, not like, you know, for comedic effect, like, you know, pretending to like fight you and wanting to threaten you and beat you up. Yeah. Which, you know, that's how, <laughs> which podcasts work. Cause you know, sexy podcasts disagree. Yeah. And get good ratings. Uh-huh. Um, they yell at each other. <laughs> so, but I was just like, no, this, thank you for reminding me. Cause I, I hated that. I, there's some movies that almost, we don't even think about now because and that's the, the, the way that, like, uh, with video games, bad video games, I don't even remember them right now because even if I started playing them and was so disappointed, I'm not going to keep playing it. Yeah. So Put it down and later. It's like we just kind of leave it out from our memory. Yeah. Hey, do you have uh, any more questions? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I do. Can I, can I propose that we refill our drinks? I'm not going to, but yes. <laughs> Why? I actually need to go out to the store after this, and I just need to be kosher for sure. Okay. Well, now I feel weird if I'm the one getting tipsy while you're sober. I I can still have a drink of water. That doesn't count. How would you know? How would you know if I pretended to, like, have vodka? Is this what all my friends felt like for the years that I wasn't drinking and judging them? God. Yeah, exactly. This is horrible. Why were they friends with me? I don't know. You're hella boring. I know. Okay, I'm gonna pause like us. and I'll come back yeah. with a drink. Okay. Cool. I'll be pantsless. So. All right. Yeah. Are you back? Yeah, I'm back. Check this out. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! The visual was worse than the audio. <laughs> I want you to know I was recording at that too. Oh, you were. <laughs> yeah, I pressed record right when I got it back. That might make for a good <sighs> later in life. So I'm I'm mixing it up now. I'm drinking a, a Mangers Irish cider. Magners. Shit. <laughs> Magners. <What is> Mangners. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was weird. You had one too many Mangners, if that's how you're pronouncing it. This is my literal. First Magners of the night. <laughs> hey, what do you think of Kim Jong Un potentially dying? You are you a fan? Uh, wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. And Donald Trump would have one less guy to pick on, and then be friends with or love on. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? All right. Uh, let me look. I had some more questions written down. Ooh, here's a good one. Best use of music in a movie, TV show, or video game. So many examples. Um, again, not to suck at the teeth of Star Wars, but can you find more iconic music? No. And even when these latest movies, which I progressively really didn't like, music was still always tight. Even the prequels had freaking good music. Um, yeah. You know, Jurassic Park. I love I, Jurassic Park. I was just about to say, on that same vein is Jurassic Park. It has to be. Like that melody is iconic now. Oh, yeah. Shut up. Um, Sorry, something that just came up in my mind is 
Bohemian Rhapsody in Wayne's World. It's not a theme, you know, it's not like... It's not their music, but the way they used well, it, yeah. And I, the, the question that I posed was the use of music in a movie. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, then there you go. You're so right it, on. It's like, how, how, how is that music really brought it home in some way? Like, really raised the bar on that particular movie? And I think that Wayne's World, when they do Bohemian Rhapsody in the backseat of the car, is one of those iconic movie moments that people were. It is. And every time you hear that song, then you are going to think of Wayne's World. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Especially if you were like, I think for a lot of us around our age and potentially younger, that was your actual first introduction to the song. Like our parents, they'd be like, oh, no, well, that song was already like 15 years. Yeah, but for us. It as a, a hit. And then, you know, they just repurposed it. But for me, I, I don't remember really having familiarity with that song before that movie. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, and I say this, you know, having just had my memory recently jogged and refreshed because I just watched Team America World Police, but that you whole soundtrack that. is freaking awesome. It's incredible. Not just the music music, but of course the Trey Parker songs and, God, that and it's just so funny. The way it just dictates the on-screen visual is so funny. But that's that's so actually fun. one of those soundtracks. Like I'm not one of those people to buy soundtracks and listen to it on CD. I did on that one though. Yeah. That not only yeah. so I bought it for the funny music, obviously. Yeah, so, but then there's like some really cool like electronic and technical oh, techno yeah. music behind it. Well, it's less. Te- I mean, it's really quality movie music it's it's like the action scenes are really really fun and they kind of have this feeling of a chase scene like behind it and yeah. the, the composer of the actual instrumental music was incredible in that movie incredible oh, phenomenal Ooh. even though we've already mentioned it is it too passe to mention also back to the future has really good music too it does it really, it really does yeah um, you know what comes to mind as far as video games to me is um, the the Mad World song by Gary Jules in the Gears of War trailer. Remember yeah, your that? uncle. What? Your last name is Jewel, so I was trying to make oh. a joke. I said, yeah, Gary Jules, your uncle. Jokes are funnier when you have to explain them. I've always thought, but yeah, I love that and that commercial, and then that oh. was like, yeah, that was great, and I was just like, what is this game? Because you know, little did I know that would end up becoming. One Your of my favorite, favorite, if not my top franchise of all time. So. Well, and if you think about it, every trailer after that had the same style. It had soft kind of, well, cover music, basically, like a soft version of an existing song we all knew playing over something. And that went for years, for years on video game and movie trailers. You're right. I like it. And it started um, with Years of War. I would say I can't necessarily peg one certain piece or necessarily one even entry, but as a franchise, Final Fantasy has some awesome music. It does. I'm talking back from the 8-bit days on Nintendo to even now, you know. You got to hand it to the new Final Fantasy VII, the remake. They took that same music and they just like... 2020'd it. Yeah, they 2020'd it. It's a great way to put it. I will admit it gets repetitive when you're playing, but... It's still really fun to listen to. But I remember very distinctly like music from like 
Final Fantasy VI, Final Fantasy VII, especially that one piece uh, that I think plays in Sephiroth at one point called One Winged Angel, which mm-hmm. is just like very dramatic sounding. I, I just, I love the music of Final Fantasy VII. Um, some other yeah. really good music in video games, I think you got to give it up to Skyrim. Skyrim has awesome Skyrim, music. Yeah. Especially and that intro. Overall sound effects that go into it as well. Like when yeah. something, like when you level up that, that like, oh, that chance. Ah, like that, yeah, yeah that, that sound. That. You're just like, oh, it's so powerful. Yeah, it is. It, you feel empowered at that moment. Like you are powering up through your controller. I still think Skyrim is probably the best game of the last 10 years. It's my favorite game of all time. I, I just like that's a world if you could transport me into a video game world that would be somewhere I'd want to have access to a, a friend of ours Dustin was getting married on 11 first or second 11, 11 the first oh, time. that's the first one <laughs> the first time uh, they were getting married on 11 11 11 not that I care when they get married but, but I do when it's the date that Skyrim comes out and on top of isn't that, that that's actually kind of a cool memory it's I know, but it's it's for me though, it was sort of this bittersweet memory. I Oh absolutely. It wasn't just a wedding. I had to we're Thank in California, you. we had to fly to New York for their wedding. And which means that like I was there for several days. And so mm-hmm. all I could think about, and it as bad as this sounds, while one of my best friends was getting married. All I can think about was that I wanted to go buy the game and start playing Skyrim. That's all I could think about the entire time. Dude, I've had funny feelings, not to that extent, but based around a wedding. I remember one time I was almost literally late for a wedding because I was sitting in the parking lot listening to a Giants game. It was the game where they were trying to punch their ticket to the postseason of what would eventually be their 2010 World Series victory. I know you're not a sports guy, but you remember hearing about that. It was the first time the San Francisco Giants had ever won. And I was like, the Giants. Should have been gone. That's the game where they kick? I'm kidding. Go ahead. Yeah. And I remember <laughs> being in the parking lot. I should have – granted, I wasn't in the wedding party, but I was just in, attending, and I should have been there 10 minutes ago. And I'm like, wait, I need to hear what happens. And I finally heard them win. And I was like, come on, hurry up. And then I jetted in. And you know what's funny is I was looking around. I was not the only one. I was like, wait, he's late. They're late. I'm like, they were probably listening to the game yes. too. It happens. But here's the thing. Knowing Dustin – at the time, would he have been, you know, hurt, disappointed, upset? Sure. And it would have been his right. But if you had asked him now, based on how that thing ended up going, he'd be like, oh, no, I wouldn't have cared. Like, if he could, like, see his future self, you know. So here's a story about Dustin that still to this day pisses me off. So <laughs> You're listening. Both, you're on blast. We lived together. So we were roommates for years. And as we still to this day call each other our hetero life mates, even though we hardly talk to each other. Sure. He finished uh, New Vegas while I was still playing it. And then he oh, was, spoiled it. And then he was like, do you mind if I just like play on your game a little bit? And I was like, yeah, that's fine. You can do, just do some side quests. Don't do any main quests. Just because he wanted to keep playing, right? But he sure. didn't want to like start a whole new game. And I can't remember how far afterward, maybe it was a day or two, but I... I remember like coming home or something. I, I I can't remember exactly how it is. And he's like, hey, so I'm sorry, but I got really into your game and I ended up finishing it. <laughs> and and I was well, like, it's not yours what? to do. 
And he's like, yeah, I finished New Vegas for you. And what pisses me off is I, to this day, have never finished fucking New Vegas because of him. Dude. <laughs> I know. And because I'm not, and then dude, I, dude. I put so many hours into it. I'm like, I'm not going to go back and play all of New Vegas, especially now, you know, when there's multiple other games out there I need to play. But Those wounds are running deep. So we were talking about good music and video games. A couple or movies, video games, or TV. Couple I want to mention. While we were talking, I started thinking about the the Still Alive song in Portal. You remember that? Yeah, I was totally good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, dude, it, it was just one of those things. Like, there's not no music in the middle of it that makes you think that this is a great soundtrack. But at the very end, when you beat it, it's the perfect treat in a way that they give oh, you. Oh, it completely is. I love that. And here's a couple of others that I think deserve mentioning the yeah. matrix has incredible use of music throughout like incredible views but the creme of the crop is at the end when they play um wake up by rage against a machine at the very end oh doesn't that just solidify it and tie the whole movie together i feel like i get goosebumps every time i see that i do too i feel that Good call. Yeah. Um, now, to me, I think I got to go pretty soon. And mm -hmm. I don't say that like negatively, but as we're going to wind down, I can't go without saying, and granted, yes, if you notice, there's definitely an element and a theme to this, uh, especially I love big epic battles and sci-fi and fantasy. Lord of the Rings has some of the best music. And I've been rewatching that. I think I mentioned that last time. I've been rewatching the trilogies, the extended exactly. versions. It's that so music good. is just so awesome. Like even in the quiet moments, like in the Shire, not just the huge, you know, epic battles, but just just the music is so well placed and just really captures the essence and makes you feel like you're living this adventure with them. You know where the characters are depending on the music. Like yeah, exactly. Like locations. You can be blind in watching it, and you can get a sense of what's going on. Locations and yeah. characters have their own music. Like so, when those um, the 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 writers, what do they call the dark writers? The um, the ring the ring uh, ring race. So when they're on screen, it's a different music, and you know they're on screen. Like yeah. it's very reminiscent of something like Star Wars. You know when somebody like Darth Vader is on screen because he's got his yeah. music that is iconic to him. And Lord of the Rings did that. Perfectly. Two last shout outs for me. I'm not even going to go into why. If you don't know, uh, educate yourself. Halo has some great music. Truly does. And then if I was to name the first thing that comes to mind for TV, music on TV, very much in the vein of uh, what we're saying about Lord of the Rings on the big screen, Game of Thrones. Love the music of Game of Thrones. Yeah. That's all. You know what? If you're like us, you're looking for any excuse to kill some time. And as much as we've been absorbing more video games and uh, uh, stuff like that, you know, as we're all like hopefully staying home and being responsible, it felt really good just to talk about some stuff in the past too, not just yeah. the current current. So I'm good with it's that. Good, you good with good that? Just, it's good to just shoot the shit, you know? Yeah. I'm a big shit shooter. I know you are. All right. Let's summarize this episode real quick. Good things happen when you podcast for four years and you have a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, anything else? 
we talked about the matrix let's just point that out on yeah, a lot we did our- wait can i share one last memory this would be my getting off point yeah i think you even called yourself out one time on one of our previous podcasts go back in the archives listen tell me if i'm right or wrong um for years you used to say well neo is one spelled backwards and i never corrected you and because i know you like love that character in that movie <laughs> and finally like one day you had like a self-recognition or realization i should say yeah and i was like yeah neo is one spelled backwards <laughs> it's not it's a what do you call it an anagram or whatever it's like it's yeah, yeah. The same letters yeah uh yeah uh, no i remember Neapolitan. that yeah I remember I, I, realizing that one day, being like, no, I think you called me out. I don't think I realized that. Maybe. You called me out. Maybe. I, I think you were like. Well, trust me. It was probably like the hundredth <laughs> time I had heard you say that. By then, I was just like, okay, I can't take this anymore. I, I, I got to You're like, Brandon, like, it's not, Neo is not one spelled backwards. And I was like, yes, it is. And I thought about it's it. It's the same like, oh, three letters. not. <laughs> you can scramble them. Sure. But yeah. like, anyways. Yeah. Bless you and your family. I, I am I am self-proclaimed the worst Scrabble player in the world for reasons such as Oh, well, yeah. I found that out. Yeah. All righty. All right, dude. Go. Let's just uh, hit, hit, hit our socials real quick. Yeah? Hit our what? What the hell? Hit our Hit what? our socials real quick. Or socials. Hit our socials. Hit our significant others? Our socials. <laughs> what? No. Uh, if you feel up to it, please join us on Twitter. We're at randomfandomwbb. And we also have an email randomcast at gmail.com random randomcast at gmail.com one more time in case you didn't hear that because it was not really articulated that's randomfandomcast at gmail.com i've had more to obviously it's not fair yeah enjoy your mangners or whatever the hell it's called (laughs) (laughs) all right we'll check in with you guys later next time we do so it'll be a little more uh formatted and what you're used to but thanks for vibing with us and thank you for being a fan of our fandom Stay geeky.